Hi, it's Mackenzie, and this is the Mill Spouse Brief. Welcome to season three. I cannot believe that we are already at season three, and I'm so grateful for everyone taking the time to listen. I know it's been kind of a bigger break between season two and season three, and truthfully, I just had so much going on that my mental capacity and everything going on, I just could not get time and or energy to record the podcast. It's honestly been a really great reflective about six weeks for me. Um, One, we had a lot going on, which I'll tell you all about, but then two... I really had to figure out like if I wanted to keep doing the podcast and why I'm doing the podcast and all those different kinds of things. And there were two main things that really pushed me to do season three. The first was I really enjoy doing the podcast. I really enjoy interviewing people and doing the research and learning more. And then two, I reflected back on the last year and I was like, oh my gosh, My life is so different because of this podcast. I met so many wonderful and amazing people that have truly become like family here in California. And I was like, I have to realize that the only reason I would have these friends and people in my life is because of the podcast. And so that is what really kind of pushed me to continue to want to do a season three. And as I was thinking about season three, I was trying to figure out what the theme was going to be about or what episodes I was going to do. For season two, it was kind of all just solo episodes, which I liked, but I really did miss having the interaction and having somebody else interviewed or someone else to talk to through the podcast. So I decided that most of the episodes in season three are going to be um, interview types or gonna I'm going to have a co-host for um, different episodes just so that... I feel like you'll be able to get a different perspective and added information. So the biggest ones that we're going to do is I'm going to do three house episodes. One is going to be with our realtor, Jamarcus, who is a retired first sergeant. One is going to be with my friend Tiffany, who bought a house around the same time as us with Jamarcus. And then the third one's going to be with Cade, just so we can talk about all the things that we've learned and all the things that we wish we knew and all that kind of stuff. Because we use the VA loan, I feel like it's super important to share kind of what we went through and all the different information we learned and things that I wish we knew, which leads me to think that, um, or what I've decided, excuse me, is that season three is going to be kind of all about life, learning, and lessons. That's kind of like the theme and all the different things I have learned about. Another episode I'm going to do is with my trainer and all about my OCS prep and all the different things that we have learned this last couple months about how to prepare and different things about our bodies and our training schedules. And so I can't wait to share about that. And then um, I have another one kind of about OCS. I'm going to do another one with a friend about kind of how we learned how to be military spouses so young and what are different things that we've learned and some lessons. So I'm really excited for season three, and then I leave for OCS, Officer Candidate School, um, around April 15th to the 17th. I don't have my exact flight picked out yet, but that is going to be when I leave, so I will do episodes up until then, Um, and then when I leave and then I get back, I'll do a couple episodes about OCS. I'm going to try my hardest to journal every day and write down all the different things that are important to know and to pack just because I've been trying to find all those resources for me and I want to really be able to pay it forward for somebody else. So 
Everything that's happened in the last six weeks has been insane. So to first start, we did buy a house and the closing process and everything like that was something else to say the least. I don't want to dive too much into it just because I really want to save it for the episodes, but we are in our new home and we love it and we are so happy. I think it's Murphy's Law that things would break because I think ever since we've been here, we've had to replace like four different things, but it's been truly a big blessing and a lot of prayers have been answered and I'm really grateful that we took the leap and we did this and I know that overall it was the right thing to do. We had a wonderful Christmas in Denver with Cade's dad and stepmom and got to see different parts of Denver, which was really cool. And then when we came back, it was all hands on deck to move. I felt like I learned a lot about the moving process, which is why is what me and Kate are going to talk about in that episode. Because there were a lot of things that I was like, okay, this worked really well and this didn't work really well. Um, And so I feel like there's just a lot of things that we learned and that were really good. And moving took it out of us, y'all. Like, when I tell you, I don't think I have ever been so exhausted. And the week between, like, Christmas and New Year's, I, like, didn't realize I could be that level of tired. I felt like my body just go, 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 go. So we moved out of our base housing to move into this new home off base. And then I spent nine hours cleaning the on-base home for the checkout process. And... I think I touched every square inch of that house. I mean, walls, baseboards, carpet, bathroom, floor, like everything. I scrubbed everything. I never thought it was going to end, truthfully. And there's some things I learned about cleaning and moving out on that that I really want to share because it was a it was a big life lesson for me. New Year's was really chill and easy. It was great to bring in the new year again um, with Cade and, you know, I feel like so many times we did long distance that I'm really excited that we got to do all these things together and that right now we're not having to do long distance leading up to me going into the Navy. Um, I'm going to talk about it on the episode with Katie, but we started doing these boxing classes. Why do I say we? I started doing these boxing classes. Katie had already gone to them and they were the most intense workouts I have ever went through in my entire life. So if you are local to Southern California, check her out. Her name's Ashley Smallwood and her Instagram is SD Soul Snatcher because she legitimately will snatch your soul. It is insane. (laughs) But it is truly like, wow, they are the best yet hardest workouts I have ever done in my entire life. I come out dripping with sweat, exhausted. I burn like 600 plus calories in an hour with her. So they're really fun, uh, but she is intense, and I really appreciate um, doing it because it puts me out of my comfort zone, and it's been something that I walk in knowing that I'm not good at, and I appreciate that because it's taught me a lot, and it's allowed me to grow and to be able to be uncomfortable with not being great at something, you know, and keeping pushing and all that kind of stuff. And so I really have enjoyed doing those. We did get COVID, um, which was very interesting, if I'm being honest, because 
For a while, we didn't think we had. Kate had the weirdest symptoms ever, but then once I got sick, I was like, all right, I think we do. We got tested and we had it. Um, but Kate had such weird symptoms and his symptoms would like come and go, which is why we didn't think I have it. He like started with a runny nose and then it cleared up. Um, and then also we got like hit on the weekend with like every symptom. And I don't know if you guys have heard of these, but Kate had COVID toes, which were truly interesting. If I'm being real, they like swell up and they look like they have these little like red welts on them and they're super puffy. And he said it was, like, hard to walk. I have never seen him in so much pain, like, just trying to walk. So, that was really interesting. And then they turned purple, but now they're good again. So, you know, fingers crossed that all is well with that. And our biggest task right now has been painting our entire house. And that's other things we're going to talk about when it comes to the house. All the things we've learned about painting and home remodel. Kate has become quite the handyman. Because we have been updating and upgrading and all these kinds of things, DIYing stuff, which has been really fun. And I'm grateful that we finally have a house that we can do. I know you can do certain things on base housing, but I don't want to like paint and have to repaint before I moved out or anything like that. So now that this is like my home, my walls, I'm in charge of everything, it's been really fun to be able to do that. And then last but not least, I did go home to Ohio to say goodbye. My tentative schedule to leave for OCS was February, and so that's why I booked the January flight. But then when it got pushed to April, my flight was already booked, so I just kept it. So I got to go home and say goodbye to all my friends and family, which truly was awesome. I'm really grateful that I was able to go home and to see everybody. And I feel like the cool thing about going home is, you know, like, Things don't change to, like, a certain degree, and so I love that, you know, like, it's still the same when I go home. My parents' house still smells the same, and my favorite restaurants are still there, and still are my friends and family, and so it was definitely, like, good for my my heart to go home and say goodbye to everybody and see everybody. I know that it will make joining the Navy and being away a lot easier because I got to say bye to everybody and I now know I'm like okay well I got to see everybody so even if I'm gone for this next year or so or depending on where I get sent I know that I did get to see them and so that was really fun. I was supposed to be in Houston in Arkansas and Oklahoma on a work trip Um, but when I flew to Houston the weather was getting really bad so you're probably listening to this and I don't know what the weather is like um, on the east coast but We were supposed to work and then we called all our Arkansas people and they were like, please don't come. We won't be in the office. There's going to be ice everywhere. Um, So I literally flew home from Houston within the same day as flying to Houston. So it was kind of interesting. But now I'm back home, which is really great. I love kind of the routine and the schedule that I've created. And so it's definitely been interesting when you like leave or you go on a trip or you go on vacation missing that schedule the things that you're used to I felt like my body was like wow this is weird what are you doing you know that kind of thing so that is the update on our life and everything that's going to happen and truth truthfully it has been a busy six weeks um, but I'm really excited to get back to podcasting and back to all the different things that are going on I truly am grateful that I have the opportunity to keep going and share and meet new people, and I can't wait to share that all with you. So without further ado, let's get into our episode. (music) 
All right, so for season three, with the theme being life, learning, and lessons, I spent most of January reflecting on what I wanted to share for these last few months before I left and what was happening in my life. And in December, I had talked about how we, Katie and I, came up with this planner and we created it and we sold it to a bunch of our friends and the clients that she works with. And then we had this planner party. And the planner party really helped us like set out our goals and what we were going to do and all that kind of stuff. And so I really felt like January for me was this month of trial and error and where I was able to learn what works for me to like be productive and how I was able to accomplish so many things in a day and all that kind of stuff. And so I figured that I would just share some things that I've been implementing in my life pretty much for December and January um, to really try and be the most productive and achieve these goals I have set. And I feel like this time of my life is just a huge season of learning. I feel like I learn something new every day and I can't wait to share um, the different experiences that I've gone through and with my friends and the different episodes that I have planned to really show the different things that will help you achieve the different goals that you want to as well. So the first is habits. If you haven't already, please read Atomic Habits. It's probably the top 10 best books I've ever read in my entire life and it has really changed my life and I was able to really implement some habits um, in January to see if they would stick Uh, for the rest of the year, but specifically leading up until OCS. These three months leading up to OCS are really my planning and my prep months, and I really wanted to achieve these goals that I have set, and the only way I've been able to do it is habits. And so I have really seen that by implementing certain habits, whether it's certain sleeping habits or workout habits, when you create it as a habit, it doesn't become something that you have to worry about because you subconsciously do it, you know? Like, I don't have to debate whether or not I want to work out today because it's already a habit to work out every day. And so I have really seen that by making certain things habits, and in his book he talks so much about how to form habits and habit stacking and to smart to start small and different things like that, it really does help you implement it to your life. I am living proof that because of that book, I have been so much more successful. For example, like when I went home, I still woke up pretty early. Most days it was six or like on the weekend it was like seven, but I still woke up because it was already my habit. It was already in my like routine to wake up that early and go work out. And it was my habit to make the bed. And I think my mom literally thought I was an alien living in her house. She was absolutely shook about the different things I was doing. But because it was already my habit and because I've already made it a routine, I was able to just keep it even though I was on vacation. Now, don't get me wrong. There were other things I didn't do while I was on vacation that I probably would do back home because it was vacation. But I really tried to keep certain habits that I've worked so hard to do in any environment and not let my environment change, which makes my habit change. The planner has been a huge thing for me. I have to like visualize it because when it's all up in my head and I'm just thinking about it, I feel like a mumbo jumbo mess. And so any planner will work. 
Um, I have the Holy You Fitness one that we created and I absolutely love it with everything in me. Um, but being able to write it down and really see it and then check it off. I had the longest to-do list today as I'm recording and being able to physically cross things off, one, helps you keep track. Um, but then two, you're able to be like, okay, well, I planned this yesterday and you can you can move things around. There's flexibility in it. But I really think planning, um, I felt like in January when I didn't use my planner, I double booked myself multiple times. And so writing it down has helped me a bunch because I, when don't forget things or I don't double book myself. And so I would tell everybody, whether it's a digital or a paper planner, to get a planner. And my goal is to literally use it every single day. And I've obviously not done that but my goal is to really try and check it every single day because I write things down in there for a reason and the only reason I don't check it is because I'm just being lazy so it's definitely something that I'm working to because I see the days that I do use my planner and I look at it and I follow what I have planned I'm so much more successful and then I'm not mad that I'm like trying to do two days in one when I don't look at my planner and I forget things I'm currently listening to uh, a David Goggins book called Can't Hurt Me on Audible and I when I say like speechless I have I'm lost for words that is literally how I feel listening to this book he is insane and like the best way possible I can't fathom the things he is able to do and has done and hearing where he came from and how he was able to accomplish all these things. He's a Navy SEAL and he runs, I think they're called ultra marathons. Like he ran a hundred miles in less than 24 hours and I'm over here struggling to run three. You know what I mean? Like it is wild the things he is able to accomplish and has accomplished. But what I've really learned is through his book, he's like, this is how you do it. Like, this is how I did it. You know, like, I'm not saying to go run these miles and not me do it as well. And so I've learned a lot from it. I love reading, but I always feel like I never have time for it. But what I have learned is I have plenty of time to be in the car and to drive to all the different places I have to go. And so that's why I've switched to audiobooks for a lot of them because I have so much time in the car which has allowed me to find success. I felt like when I put things on my to-do list and then I sat down, either I was too tired or I'd get carried away on my phone or, you know, things like that. But when you're driving, you don't have time to do all those other things because you're driving. And so I have found a ton of success in listening to books in the car, which leads me to my next thing. So I'm prepping for OCS. I try and study every single day. And I found that my one habit was to study at night and I do really well if Cade's home because he does the flashcards with me like he quizzes me but I felt when he was in the field for a week I felt like I kept getting off and not studying and then I'd forget and then I'd kind of get like upset because then I'd either be too tired to at night or I'd forget and so I was like how can I implement this into my schedule and do better about OCS and I feel like you can apply this to anything and for me it was to do in the car so you're probably like how in the world are you doing flashcards in the car I'm not um what I did was I found so one of the things I've been trying to study on the flashcards are my 11 general orders and so I found out that there's like a video on YouTube and it's an hour long and it just says your 11 general orders over and over and over again and so when I drive whether it's to a workout or to the store once a day I put that on and I say my general orders out loud for anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes depending on how long the drive is 
And I have seen exponential growth by doing that and constantly just saying them out loud in the car. One, you're like trapped in the car, like you've got to drive to that place. And it helps me so much than when I study on my note cards and I get quizzed by Kate or my family did it when I was in Ohio. I was, I knew them so much more. Like it really does stick in your brain, which is something that I have learned a lot about is trying to maximize your time while doing certain things or to achieve your certain goals. Uh, If you haven't already, go listen to the chronotype episode, but it is something that has changed my life. Figuring out that I'm a lion and implementing my day and scheduling it so that I am most productive and successful during specific hours has changed the game. Because I feel like I used to leave certain things for nighttime when I knew that I was going to be too tired. And so now I'm like, I'd rather listen to the 25 minutes of the general orders over and over than barely be functioning awake to do my flashcards at night where it's not sticking. Because I felt like I kept getting the same ones wrong and it just wasn't, it wasn't clicking. And so I realized that my studying has to be during the day. And I can get quizzed every few days in the nighttime if I'm not too tired. But seriously, like realizing that leaving things for the nighttime only led me to failure really woke me up to see like, okay, where in my day can I put this time? Where can I allow for this goal to be pushed in here? You know, my goal is to have my Appendix Bravo completely memorize and I can say it verbatim before I go to OCS and so I'm like okay so if this is my goal how am I going to achieve it something that I realized in order to achieve my goals and what I really need to do was to get sleep if you are know me if you know me that is like one of my non-negotiables I literally need sleep and if I don't have it it just it does not happen for me I do not function well I'm grumpy I'm tired and honestly it's just it's not good if I don't have sleep, which is funny because I have two funny uh, things that I saw on social media recently. And so the first one was, was just invited to an event that doesn't start until eight, eight in the evening. I'm sorry, but not all of us are on cocaine. (laughs) So I shared that to my story one day on Instagram and like all of my friends commented and were like, I knew this was you before you even like before I even saw that you were the one that posted it. Because truly my brain is done by 8 o'clock. I mean, it's before even 8 o'clock my brain is done. Don't ask me to do anything. Specifically go out. Like that is my shower and be in bedtime. And so it was really funny. Another one I saw on social media that uh, really emphasized my need for sleep was like, I'm at the age where I can do a daytime activity or a nighttime activity, but under no circumstances can I do both. <laughs> Which I definitely felt And I think it's really cool that people can do nighttime activities and can go out past 8 o'clock and all that kind of stuff. But I just realized that I do better in the morning. And so if I stay up too late where I have to sleep in in the morning, then it throws me off my game. And I just realized that in order to be my best self, sleep is a non-negotiable and certain hours of my sleep is when I need it. Putting into the next thing would be water. So I got a really cute new water bottle for Christmas. Um, Kate's dad and stepmom got it for me. And it's navy blue and it has um, a navy sticker on it. And it, I feel like I was pretty good about drinking water, but this one's a little bit smaller than the one I had been using. And I carry it everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And something I've learned is if you 
tell your body and like basically if you're like okay I want to drink this much water you know so you can make it a goal minus three water bottles a day which is uh three six nine ninety six ounces sorry there's my math out loud for my mom okay so I try to drink 96 ounces of water a day and so I realized that when I got my body used to drinking that much water I became almost like reliant on it so when I drank that much water and then I didn't, my body would be like, um, hello, we are used to this much water, please give it to you, or please give it to me, and so my body became, like, so thirsty that I had no option but to drink that water. Granted, you have to do it a couple days in a row for your body to get used to being that hydrated and not dehydrated, but once you teach your body that that is the acceptable amount of water to have every day, Drinking water and like staying hydrated becomes so easy because you don't even have to think about it. Your body will literally like trigger, hey, I'm thirsty, go drink water. And then it just happens. You're not like pounding down water, hating life because you're so full of water and you're not even thirsty. And so I've just told anybody that asks like how to drink more water, if you will just tough it out for three to four days and drink the water and have the days that suck because you're not thirsty and you feel like all you are is full on water your body will then crave it and it will just become so much easier. Like I can't not drink that water because I'm always so thirsty because my body is used to that much water. And if it's not, it just sends those bodily triggers where it's like, hey, please go drink water. And so it's really just helped me a lot find success and be able to drink that water. And I just feel so much better to work out, to do my day and I think it's something that everybody should implement and it's something that I realized that in order to be successful at OCS, I have to go in having certain skills and in order to reach those skills, water is a key component. Another thing that I've learned specifically with the house is in order to be successful, I felt like I would check my notifications too much or I'd check my phone. And so what I started doing, and I'm sure if you follow me, you saw these, were time lapses. And one, they're really fun to watch. But two, the biggest thing I saw from the time lapses is because my phone records them, I can't check notifications. I can't text people back within the time of the time lapse. And so I was able to work for anywhere from an hour to two hours completely uninterrupted because one I'm being recorded so I have to keep moving I can't just like sit there and then two I can't check any notifications because my phone is recording and so for me time lapses were a game changer I found so much success I accomplished so much in the month of January in our house strictly because I time lapsed everything because then you can't check your phone and I am literally a huge victim of the minute my phone buzzes checking it like I have like I just I do and so knowing that I couldn't just kept me painting or unboxing or hanging up clothes or cleaning or anything like that and so I would definitely recommend even if you end up not posting them or you're not comfortable with that there's plenty that I didn't post because I looked a hot mess and I didn't want people actually to see that but um I definitely think that it's a way to stay productive and not get sidetracked because I feel like I got sidetracked a lot before I started doing the time lapses by my phone or by something I found or a notification or anything like that. Another thing that I have started implementing 
specifically in January is shout out to my girl Tiffany. We started sending our goals for the week to each other on Sundays. And then what we would do was check in with each other throughout the week. I mean, we talk pretty much every day, but every few days we would text like, hey, how are your goals coming along? How's your list looking? And having that constant reminder pushed me to accomplish my goals and be motivated to want to because I could be like, yay, when Tiffany asks, I'll be able to show that like my list is slowly getting chopped down on and I'm able to accomplish these things. And then you don't forget about it because you wrote it down. And if by Wednesday, you've already forgot, you still have a couple more days to accomplish the list. And so I would recommend everybody have an accountability partner. Um, And it doesn't have to be this like big formal thing. Like we just every Sunday night, we send our list and then we talk about it a couple times throughout the week. And I go back to that list when I make my schedule and my planner. I go back to my list all the time to make sure that I'm not forgetting anything and to check off the different things. Uh, For example, like my list this week was to work out five times, complete my work trip. I needed to send in my timesheets. I needed to create a money checklist for like all of our bills and just be aware of when everything's due. I needed to cancel my tanning thing since I'm leaving. Um, It's been like paused and so it keeps taking like $5 out every month and so I needed to like go and be like, hey, I'm leaving, please cancel this. I had um, a drop-off and a pickup I had to do today for these girls that I take to and from homeschool. I needed to finish cleaning out the garage. I needed to order kitchen knobs. I needed to go to Home Depot. I have to finish painting the half bath. I need to do two loads of laundry. I need to post the stove on Facebook Marketplace, and I need to record the podcast. Now, I don't know if you wanted to hear my to-do list or not, but it's all things. It's all different things of all different um, goals in my day, but being able to put those things on my goals helps me because then I'm able to look back and say like, okay, or if like, so for example, when I was doing my planner today for tomorrow, I was like, why do I feel like I have nothing to do to like tomorrow? Like why, like, why do I feel like that day's so empty? And then I was able to look back on my phone and my goals. And then I was like, actually it's not empty. I got a lot to do tomorrow. And here's the five things I need to do tomorrow. And so I really appreciate writing out my goals. Um, And they're simple things like pretty much to-dos or, you know, like my goal was to work out five times, but that's also like a to-do in my mind. And so I really appreciate it. And then another thing is when somebody else knows you're doing it, like painting or things like that, they're excited to see it when it's finished. And so for me, that was also a really big thing. Tiffany would be like, I can't wait to see the bathroom. I can't wait to see the bathroom. And so it's motivated me to want to finish painting the bathroom so that I can, one, have it done, but then I can post about it and I can show everybody like, hey, this is my half bath is painted and I love it and all that kind of stuff. And for me, I feel like it's really allowed for success. And then the last thing I want to talk about is... If you are not in therapy or don't go to therapy, it would be my number one recommendation of 2022 to go to therapy. There are so many ones that you can do. They're online. They're in person. Like, if you don't do anything the rest of this year, please just consider therapy. It has helped me so much. I feel like I'm almost a different person than I was like three years ago. And truthfully, I feel like it helps me in all aspects of my life. I have the best therapist. Her name is Becky. I feel like I've talked about her before. But truly, like if you take one thing out of this podcast ever, it would be to go to therapy. 
whether or not you don't think you have issues or you think you're fine, talking to somebody else and them having the psychology behind our brains has changed the game for me. It has helped me as a person. It has helped my marriage. It has helped my relationship with my friends. It has helped my relationship with food and like my body. It is truly a game changer. And I'm grateful that we have the opportunity to have people that are knowledgeable Another thing is if you have a therapist you don't like, there are so many more out there. Just shop around. Like literally shop around for a therapist because that's what you should do. Your therapist should be good. You should have a relationship with them. You should enjoy going to therapy. If it's something that you dread or you hate, I would suggest trying to find another person because the right person will make you love it. I love this podcast and I'm really grateful and I'm really excited for season three. I cannot wait to share all the different things that we have coming up with the life lessons that we've learned and all the knowledge that I feel like I have been able to gain and I want to share with you. And as I continue to learn and have, I'm sure, many life lessons with this house, I can't wait to continue to share those as well. I appreciate you tuning in. It means a lot to me and I will catch you guys next time.